Hello. Hello. You're sitting with a pile of dogs on you. There are guests, our silent guests today. Yes. So if there's the best. if there's tongue if there's tongue uh, or if there's what dog noises coming into the microphone, that's Charlie trying to eat it. Yeah. Um. How you doing? Good. Why would I? Why would I ask you that? Better than last night. What was last night? So I did my event yesterday. What event? The event I apparently did not train for. <laughs> um, well, I guess it why would was. You say that? I guess it was. I'm not really sure when I um. When I came up with this idea, um, it was January. We were walking. Okay, so. I I have done events in the past, whether it's CrossFit, regionals, you know, whatever. Everything from Physical marathon yeah. to, yeah, like organized events, so to speak. Um, and I have a little bit of like a weird relationship with them, I feel like. Um, How so? One, organized events where there's like other people, there's an official start. Like I get really stressed out. Like I put a lot of pressure on myself. I feel like I don't always um, get the benefit, like maximize the benefit of the experience because I get so focused on the... Atmospherics. Yeah, the atmospherics, the anxiety. Like it, I don't... I'm not saying the event takes that away. I take that away from myself because of the event. Um, like, you know, the half Iron Man. Like I was damn near paralyzed the night before right. now I had a great experience but sometimes that's a frustration because I get so much build up anyway um the other thing I guess the the half iron man like that did really like more so than the marathon it really piqued my interest because it was longer there were some things I wasn't comfortable with like so swimming. hold on a second yeah. so let's just Set the stage for so sure. you, you've done a year, two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. So two years ago, mm, two thousand nineteen. So like a year and a half, maybe. I don't, maybe? Know. I don't even know. So about a year and a half ago, mm -hmm. well pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, yeah. Pre-COVID, you did a half Ironman. Right. Mile swim. Fifty bike. Fifty bike. Half marathon. Half run. marathon. Yeah. So twelve mile run. Or thirteen mile run. Previous to that, mm -hmm. you did a full marathon. Yep. Uh, that was whatever the year before. Let's just say yeah, yeah. you did a full marathon, Jersey Shore Marathon. Mm -hmm. Did it with a group from the gym. Right. Prior to that, you had spent your time most as of a, the time CrossFit things. Most of the time CrossFit. You right. were a regional athlete. Top fifteen. Sure. Regional level athlete when there was still regionals. Correct. The, the previous version of CrossFit when it turned into the super regionals and you yeah, know, it your was, last, what was right. your last regional? 2014, 15? Or you went team one year? Yeah, I think it was, I don't know, 15 maybe. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But Around that there. was my, that but, was that. But that's been really the extent of your we'll say past 10 years yeah. of athletic 
pursuits, mm-hmm. generally speaking, exercise related. Meaning, yeah. it wasn't like you weren't playing sports against someone. Sure. It was generally yeah, speaking events, an exercise individual. related event. Mm-hmm. And those, you feel that you were overwhelmed, stressed out. Yeah. By the atmospherics, the pressure, the fanfare, the mm-hmm. yeah. simple fact of having to compete as a singleton, which mm-hmm. is totally different than a than a team. And that's been consistent from CrossFit, even in terms of like open. Yeah. Sang- I guess to an extent, that sanctionals way back, mm-hmm. but at all phases, not it just sectionals, by the way. But go on. Sectionals, yeah, sorry. Um, not just when it came to you being in the top heat of regionals on the final day, like, you know, sort of like the, the under the fanfare, mm-hmm. that was consistent throughout your, your, your experience pretty much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fast forward to tomorrow, to yesterday. Well, right. I mean, so between that though, what I was saying is the half Ironman definitely piqued an interest for me in like that longer effort. That was the longest effort I've done. Seven, seven plus hours. Right. Um, Were you not interested in going long before? Or was it? Yeah, I just never, probably more so because any long events were like in my mind, something like an Ironman. And that was a little overwhelming with the swimming. And What about a marathon? But that's not that long. I had thought about marathons and I'd trained for marathons before I'd done half marathons. So marathon was still not. It was sort of like, yeah, not that long. Okay. Um, But I guess just that being in with yourself, no music. I mean, I didn't have music nothing for those seven hours. Like that was definitely, there was, there was sort of like a point I got to that I'd never gotten to before. Cause During when I got, Ironman. yeah, when I got to the run and I was struggling. So we've talked about this. We have, did a podcast about my half Ironman and mm. half Ironman, but like in all of these things, well, even with like a sled push, I, my experiences, there's a natural little like, ping in my head where I'm like if I'm like going to push a sled like I hope it doesn't hurt till like I hope it doesn't hurt for this first part like kind of like or like and then you're thinking well what the hell is the point of that like so if it's not if it doesn't feel like anything if it's not hard if it doesn't challenge you if it's not hurting what the fuck is the point (laughs) like arguably is it effective in that for that I'm not saying everything you do has to be painful same thing with these longer efforts. If you don't reach a point where you maybe are challenging yourself or you're, you have to overcome something, did you accomplish what you wanted to set out to do? Now, that's based on each person. If your goal is to just go do something, walk, run, whatever, and really like never hit a point of challenge, then that's a goal, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But for me, like I want to learn something about myself in that for me learning about myself is definitely things like learning to not learning to be present practicing being present Mm -hmm. those events for sure challenge me with that because i go to the oh my god i'm only an hour into this thing you know or you know whatever like i've only gotten this far what's next how much more all this stuff 
The other part is at some point, I would think, depending on, you know, but for me, the longer events, my half Ironman, it was when I got to the run. It was like painful. And that was sort of the, okay, like this is where where the real event starts now. Like, what am I going to do with this? Mm -hmm. So that was really interesting to me. And I felt like I learned a lot from that. So when we were walking in January, some of it is I do enjoy the training process. I do enjoy having something to build towards, yeah. having a goal, having a thing. And, you know, I saw it with you, with the people with the Vector Project, like having this yeah process leading up to something, learning about yourself in the process, having the day of event, you know, all of that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I wanted to build towards something. And some of my goals for it were to not have it be just this most, the most impossible thing mm-hmm. where like, you're just in pain the whole time and it's just awful. And it's just like survival. Like that was definitely not my goal. My goal was to really, one of the major things was to go for a longer duration than I'd gone before, mm-hmm. which to me, I picked 12 hours, you know, sure. I could have said eight because I did seven, but. Yeah, 12 is like, okay, let's make a bigger jump. 12 is real. Um, never been on my feet for that long. Um, you know, I do like, I, I wanted it to be also approachable. Um, you know, swimming, even if I could go swim somewhere. It's, there. there's like a lot of very specific training that's required for that. You know, yeah. I didn't want this to be highly technical. Um, so... I didn't want the training process to be so overwhelming that it was really like now the focus of my life. I wanted it to be something that I could, I don't want to say this, like, but get away with a little more of a casual process. Um, so for me, that was running and rucking. And we had talked about it, maybe throwing like a carry in there. I went through different iterations. I really didn't spend a ton of time though thinking about it. Like no. the details, I didn't really want it to be this rigid thing you're gonna do this do that do that this is how many miles like that was totally the opposite of what i wanted to be sure so how but but so let's just sit on that for a second how was that process for you where you wanted to do something you wanted to learn about yourself Mm -hmm. great Uh, you know um you want to use a physical event to do so Mm -hmm. okay great still an idea still just a kind of pie in the sky kind yep. of a thing. How was the process for you of coming up with that? And you had to draw some lines. I hate saying the draw the line in the sand thing because the problem when people draw lines in the sand is when the wind fucking blows. Mm-hmm. It blows the, the line. Anyway, how was it staking out your your constraints, your guidelines, your, you know. What do things? you mean how was it? Like, what was my process for that? Just just in general, like, because you want to challenge yourself. Because mm-hmm. you just said, like, you know, like, for example, with the sled, if if you're pushing the sled or going for the run and mm-hmm. you never confront that point of, like, e, I don't know if I can keep doing this, you know, the question, a, a normal question is, well, am I really going hard enough? Mm-hmm. Is there really a point to this? Like, you know, you, you kind of get right. that doubt. But But for you, you had said that you want to challenge yourself you're fully aware of 
what is required to challenge yourself mm -hmm. for you at this point with your athletic career and your you know fitness level and all of that. But you also didn't want it to be impossible, mm -hmm. all consuming, right? You know, all of that thing. So, so how did you? So how did I navigate formulating right. your event? Yeah. So, I mean, picking, rucking, and running and carrying. Part of that was like those are things I'm familiar with. Uh -huh. Had I picked something like I've really never done, like what? Like, did you think of anything else? Like, did you think of... No, I mean, so I guess I picked things that I have a, a level, basic level of comfort with. Okay. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I can't think of anything. I mean, if it was... Because um, we talked Weighted, about okay, so here's an example. Like, m there could be like an eight hour, you're going to climb stairs. You're going to climb a flight of stairs with a heavy pack on. Yeah, that's an event. Okay. I've never, I'm not familiar at all. I have no... Like that's, that's really, there's no comfort level with that. I don't know what that feels like. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that's kind of a weird example, but like running, I'm definitely comfortable with. I know my, that's so, a comfort zone. So you basically zone. didn't want to learn a new skill. Yeah. I didn't want to learn a new skill for this. But you still wanted to challenge yourself. Right. Within those skills. And that I've never run and ruck before. So there was some, yeah, so some of it for me was like a certain level of comfort level with the modalities. Mm-hmm but also doing them in a way that I'd never really done before Yeah. combined. The other piece was having time where there was solitude, but not making it just so rigid. So the idea of having, there were a couple of people that came and did a lap with me and not letting it be just like, no, you will be silent for 12 hours. Like not having it be so rigid, allowing in some support, some joy, you know, there was some of that that was part of it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, for me, then looking at what that was and the duration was a major thing. And then the location was a major thing. But was you allowing yourself? I feel like you have a question, but you're like, Yeah, well, okay. I asked it and, and, and I, don't, I didn't ask it clear enough, okay. I, I don't think. So, was allowing yourself, because you're, you can, you're crazy. Mm -hmm. Like you're, K-Animal is nuts, right? Yeah, I did have a moment yesterday where I'm thinking, like, what's wrong with me? Ooh, Go sure. on. Absolutely. And I was allowing I myself. You. Okay. Um, and so you're allowing yourself to have an atmosphere of enjoyment in an experience that you want to fucking challenge yourself. Mm -hmm. So there's a dichotomy there. Mm -hmm. There's, I want to, like, kind of go into the darkness but I also wanted to, to do it with like a smile. Right. And that I think is a, I, th I, I think I don't want to just blow through that. I want to spend time on that because going back to when you, when we were walking and talking about it, like you were like, I don't want this because it would be very easy to have it be all consuming. And that's what a lot of the things I've done in the past have been. And that's when, and then let's go outside of just fitness pursuits. Mm-hmm. The imprisonment, the self-imprisonment with things like nutrition. Right. With things like... Well, movement. And even with fitness, like just movement in general. Right. Yeah. So there's that... It's it's not a one or zero thing. It's right. just not binary. And so I just... Maybe I don't have a question for you. Yeah, but, no, that is true. And 
that was probably one of the biggest challenges because it's it's hard for me, as we've said, to operate in any shade of gray. Which lends itself to the point and the essence of why fucking physical events with intention mm-hmm. are so damn powerful. Right. Because it's like, I want to challenge myself. And it's, it's like, like yeah, an you know expression you of that. Yeah, because, you, yeah. you know, challenging yourself by saying, look, you're going to just crush yourself and, 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 and dial up the pain, the punishment mm-hmm. physically for 12 hours, that's not actually a challenge. Yeah. That's kind of like, oh, okay, you kind of know that and, and yeah, whatever. Well, but which the, is a great example because I was thinking about it yesterday when I was kind of smashed after the event. I remember the last regionals I did compete as an individual. It was really where it started changing over to like, it was a hard weekend, you know, at that point for me, that was the hardest regionals that had been. It was a lot of workouts. It was a lot of volume. My hands were crushed. I was bleeding everywhere. And I remember we went to dinner afterwards and I couldn't get up from the booth. Yeah. And I think about that and like physically I was destroyed the night before the last thing. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Like I can't even move my legs, but I don't think I got, there was no, there was no intent going to that. It was just survive the thing. Well, you and also, I'm, with that, that you're, you knew you weren't going to win. You knew, like... Well, right. And not, not that that's the goal, but, like, that, I look at that and I'm like, I don't know that I really spent any time thinking about, like, what do I want this experience to be? I didn't. It was no. just, like, I have to go. Right. I don't want to be last. I don't want to just embarrass myself. Yeah. And I survived this thing. I mean, the only bit of little thing was, like, at the end when you coached me a little bit with you know, having a smile. And, and that was like, that's the moment I remember from that whole weekend. Um, so yeah, so this was like, of course, through the physical expression, but for me, it was something I really wanted to spend time with, like right. have, being in the gray, it, it, not being, not being the binary thing because old me would have been like, I'm going to make it where like, I don't speak. Mm-hmm. Or like, I don't see anybody or it's all about the numbers. If I don't hit this many miles, like that's the goal. Yeah. The rules. Are yeah. All the rules. So yesterday was about 12 hours. Yeah. It was very, and I really, it wasn't even a battle for me, which was really cool. I, and I felt like I had committed to that way early on when I first said I wanted to do this. It was about 12 hours and mm-hmm. being whatever came up in those 12 hours, it wasn't about a certain number of miles. Right. Now I did track them. I was interested to see like what I covered, Right. but That's it fine. wasn't about that. So at any rate, the whole thing was 12 hours at Natarar, which is a local park here. Mm-hmm. And it's cool because it's a beautiful park. There's three different loops. One is generally flat. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty big one. It's a mile and a quarter. And then the other two are smaller, but they're super hilly. Yeah. Um, so there's like a lot of beautiful nature. Yeah. Um, and it's big enough that it's not just silly, like you're going in circles, but it's um, it's also like contained. So there is that repetition element. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I've been there a lot, so there's a lot of familiarity. Um, so anyway, those were kind of the things. I hadn't committed to anything beyond the ruck and the run. The sandbag idea was in there. Yeah. But it was sort of like, I'm going to see how it goes, which is also a big thing for me. Right. Because the decision to do it or not to do it was going to have to really be based on like, well, why do I want or not want to do it? In not, a moment. Right. Where you might be at your lowest. Right. 
but not, well, I said I would do it because that's what I do is I say like, well, this is what it is. I said I would do it no matter what I'm going to do it. Or, so how did that go? The decision or the sandbag? The decision to say, I'm going to decide to do this yeah. when I'm in it. Because that's, I think, kind of like a roll the yeah. dice thing where, again, not to make it one or zero, but... Yeah, you, it's definitely different from coming at it when you're in When a you look clear, at things like fresh, convenience, yeah. like... And I guess some of that's like trusting myself. Like that's a part of it that like. Do you have a challenge trusting yourself? Yeah. So again, so, so this some of this was like about challenging yourself and learning about yourself. Right. It's like how many times do you have to say yeah. like whether it was 20 miles and 10 miles or, you know, 12 hours nonstop or you only right. have five minutes at the, you know, to change your socks. Like that stuff is what you do. Mm-hmm. How and why you do it. Yeah. To learn about who you are. For right. that's the, the intent of like, that's so, what, that's... so this turned into whatever we can say from the physical and this takes nothing away from the what, which is, a, which is an impressive physical feat, but it goes deeper mm-hmm. into using the physical as an in- entry point for you to yeah, have to, an involved make, experience right. to trust yourself. Yeah. And that yeah. I think that I think is like, that is really cool. Right. And that's something that I'm, really yeah. proud of you for yeah and for i don't know that it. i like thought about it beforehand a lot of me not making that decision was like to truly honor what my intent with the event was to be present mm-hmm. so trusting yourself and being present kind of do go hand in hand like you have to sort of have that moment of not making that decision on the external things but really like being with yourself like well, okay why and what is this about and can I trust my feelings at this time, my thoughts, my emotions, all that? So, um, yeah, I mean, so the so the event went, we started at, you came with me, which was really nice for the first lap mm-hmm. at 5.53, so it was still dark. It was kind of funny because, and I sort of like thought about it for the first couple hours, like, you know, I do, I am crazy. And I will do hard things. But then there's this part of me that's like very much about not wanting to be too uncomfortable. Okay. You know, like like I don't want to be too windy. I don't like it to be too cold. (laughs) If my, if I have an itch on my back, like, you know, these like silly things that are really like, really? Right. Um, But they are like these little like kryptonites for me, you know? And um, so of course it's been like beautiful here. Like really been... For the most part, we've been climbing up to the 60s. We've had a couple 70s days. 23 degrees Saturday when yeah, we started. I'm like, cold. what? Yeah. So there was the cold. There was like my toes are numb right away. You know. Um, you wanted my uh, you wanted my my neck gaiter. Yeah, because because you were like, being an asshole and you're like you're walking one lap with me. My face is frozen and you're like, no, I'm not gonna give it to you. Well, listen, anyway, I wasn't being an asshole, you. I mean, maybe yeah, a little were. bit, but you were. I mean, anyway, you had so to suffer a little. I was, yeah, and I was like laughing a little bit about myself to myself. Like, this is just so, like, the universe is so funny because it's like it would have been just too easy to have it be like one of those mild spring mornings where, like, the you know, and it was like, nope, it's going to be cold. Yeah. Um, yep. So, started with that, had some visitors. I was kind of like, you know, alternating, rocking, running. The, 
What? I was just going to say, this is classic K-Animal. You also woke up early to make yourself a sandwich, which normally you think... It's not weird. Yeah, I know. This I know, but this is what is weird for regular humans. You sauteed... What did you make? I, can't, I don't even know what it was. Well, I had my sourdough bread. Okay, yeah. And I actually... My friend Laura in California, I saw this on one of her stories. This was a while ago. And I'm like, I'm going to try that. And when I did, I was very happy with the result. I thought this will be a perfect sandwich. Because I wanted also there to be like, I didn't want to eat MREs and bullshit and gels. Like I wanted to like enjoy eating real food. And I've learned from some of the previous events I've done, eating just sugar gummies did not go well for me. So I'm like, let me prepare and yes, I'm going to also enjoy the food. I'm going to make homemade cookies. Like, <laughs> why not? You did say at one point, this was really just a picnic with walking between, but <laughs> nevertheless. So I got up and made, I sauteed apples with some butter and sage, which is an, a herb. Oh. Um, Leaves. And then put those on the sandwich with some ricotta cheese and some really good honey. And it was really nice. I enjoyed eating that sandwich. Okay. Anywho, anyway. um, and you enjoyed the cookies I baked. I did. So. But anyway, so the event was pretty much, um, it was definitely cool to, to start in the dark, have the sun kind of come up, fi- have those different iterations of nature, mm-hmm. you know, and it was cool because I did see the whole day. Like by the time we finished, yeah, the sun was kind of like going behind the clouds, it was getting chilly again. It was really kind of... Yeah, you're just going through that rhythm of yeah. the day. Yeah, people getting there. building up, and then everybody kind of waiting. It's cool out. that you. It's cool that you and and I mean, I had I was there what three different times, three times. maybe. The park itself mm-hmm. had a yeah, it has like a rhythm life. of life. Yeah. So yeah. it kind of woke up. The park was asleep when you started. Mm-hmm. Then it woke up. Then it, you know, whatever right. was busy, and then came back. Came down. came yeah. came back down. It's kind of cool. Um, and I had visitors, which was awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and by the last, my last, um, visitor, you know, it was kind of a good thing for me too, because, um, while she's a friend, she's also like a member client. And I sometimes struggle with that. Like I have to put on this, like, it's challenging for me sometimes to be vulnerable in that, in that relationship. And I was like, I can't really, even if I wanted to, disguise the fact that I am, like, struggling at this point. Mm-hmm. And it felt good to just be open about this that. This was when Kate was there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I definitely reached a point where, like, my, ahead of time, if you'd asked me, I probably would have said, yeah, I'm going to, like, run and ruck equal miles. Probably get to, like, 15 miles of running. Um, the running was challenging for me which was always is always like a bit of a same thing with the half Ironman and whatever, who cares? There's like some stuff with my hips. Like I'm not really sure. I think the ruck, just like the bike in the half Ironman, like that there's definitely a weakness there. So whatever, um, that got really challenging, which was mentally a little bit of a, like a ding or like, I guess an opportunity because it shouldn't be hard. This running at this pace should not be hard. 
but it is right now. Okay. Like, so what, what am I going to do about it? And so I, I made the decision like, that's it. I am not going to run anymore. Like I did 11 miles. I'm calling it good because beyond that would, could I? Sure. And then what? Like mm-hmm. I had also said that if I got to a point where I was in like pain or risk of injuring myself, I was going to stop whether it was the whole event like that. It was not worth it to me to just prove something at a risk of injury. Cause that's not why you signed. Yeah. Because that would just be, what did I win? What did I gain from that? Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, I can still keep walking. I took a recovery lap with nothing, no backpack, nothing. Just like, I'm going to just keep moving. I said, I wanted to move right now. That means I can't run mm-hmm. and I need a break from rucking. So I'm just going to walk. Um, so I finished then with a ruck and then we had gone back and forth. I wasn't sure about the carry Mm -hmm. and I honestly didn't give it that much thought ahead of time. It was sort of a like, yeah, maybe like breaking it up, like having a carry somewhere in there, like this one other element. Um, and then I wasn't sure. So I told you like, Hey, bring the bag. Like, but we had had an exchange, but like, well, who's going to make that decision? Yeah. And I was very like confident. Like that's my decision to make. Like I, it's easy for me to look to you. You know me very well. You know what I'm capable of. You're obviously an incredible coach. So it would be not out of the realm to say like, Hey, can you tell me what you think? Mm-hmm. Which I think I have done a lot in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really was like, no, I, I need to make that decision for myself. Yeah. Um, and I really didn't do it because I know Bill knows I can do this. I don't want to disappoint him. Why like, did you do it? Yeah. So when we got to that point, there was part of it that's like, okay, I'm definitely, I could definitely just walk this out, rock it out, walk it out, combine those things for the pa- the next two hours till it's done. And, and that would be fine. And I would have to accept that, like why I'm making that decision. Um, but at that point I hadn't, it was, I was like felt my feet. I felt my hips. I felt my traps, but I wasn't there yet. Okay. But so let's, so you're, what is this? You're 12 hours in. Well, 13? it was around two thirty. Okay. So you're about 12. What? No. 10 hours in. That's like eight. We started almost at six. Okay. Well, either way, yeah. when, where, where in your, where are you talking about right now? Well, so around two thirty was when I started my last ruck lap at three. Okay. And around two thirty, I was aware, like I'm not going to run anymore. I'm definitely feeling it. Like I'm now hitting a struggle point, but not to the degree that like it would be. It would be just so hard like it would be a struggle to finish this event out for the next four hours combining walking and rocking like it was hard i was feeling it yeah but i wasn't at that point where like okay it's gonna really challenge me to finish this with a walk and a rock so at that point i'm like okay well the sandbag was a consideration and i knew like it's going to be hard, but I honestly didn't give it, I didn't let myself go through like what that would really be like. What would it really be like to like have to walk and then stop and then walk? Like I didn't let myself go there. It was just like, can I do this right now? And do I want to like uncover something and learn more 
Yes. But when you say you didn't go through that. I didn't in my mind project that experience. Visualize it as people like to say. Why not? Because I feel like I do that and then I get overwhelmed, count myself out or something. (laughs) Visualizing or projecting um, something that is like completely fabricated. Mm -hmm. And you have no fucking idea about either. Right. I mean, I've carried a sandbag. Right. Yes. I've never carried a sandbag after 11 hours, you know, in this position, this far. Like, so whatever I'd be conjuring up in my head about what that experience would be like would be completely fabricated. Right. And I think that, or I know that when you're in that, in that type of situation, the whole visualization, play it out, this Mm -hmm. and that, like you've got a crystal ball. Right. It's a desperate attempt to take the unknown and make it known. Right. And then what you do is you form an expectation for how that goes Mm -hmm. and you, and you try to match that expectation based off of this hologram fake projection when the reality of that is going to be completely different and it's going to be something you didn't know. Because you then go into that with your own, you go into that, into that unknown thing or into that projection of making the unknown known. Right. You go into that with, and, and this is proving grounds, for all all of your biases all of your insecurities all of your things because you wouldn't be like yeah you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna like you like i guess what i'm saying is it is very common when you're in this type of scenario where you are 11 hours on your feet 10 Mm -hmm. hours your whatever it is you're down let's just say generally speaking you're not at 100 percent. you're not fresh it is very, very common, especially with not being in these scenarios mm-hmm. that often, to allow that not being fresh to taint and right. to apply a filter mm-hmm. to the future unknown. Mm-hmm. And then you project into that future. You make that unknown known. With some story that's just still made up. It's not known. It's, it's not. not yeah. And it's like, so that's, that's yeah. a great thing that you just... You know, because I think that's the thing, and that's where. In that, and in that, it was kind of a binary. Like, are you going to do it? Do you want to learn about yourself and try? And that is something I do feel like when you were kidding around, saying I'm crazy. Like, I do think the element of me that's the crazy part is like, I'll try it. Like, I will try something. I, I do have that confidence. Like, well, what's the worst that can happen? Well, I thought you said you want to go skydiving. <laughs> I will skydive. I don't have an interest in it, but that's fine. Okay. What I mean is if someone was like, hey, we're going to go snowboarding. Let's not use the lift. Let's try to walk up the mountain every time. Okay. Like, sure, let's try it. Like, my body is capable of a lot. Let's see what it's capable of. Like, I do have a desire to find that out in that holistic way, that mind-body way. And so what was the worst that was going to happen? I did. I tried it. Did Even you, if I did, you at, did you worst case scenario? It no, before? I just it didn't mean sound like you did. I didn't. But there was probably like a very quick, non-considered thing where it was like just try. Inherent in the trying. Where did in, that come from? 
Did that come from your gut? Did that come from your head? Where did that? Yeah, probably my gut. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, like if I could barely walk, then I think it would be like, like, no, like I can try, but if I can't even pick this fucking sandbag up, this isn't responsible, but I could, and I knew I could. So it's like, let's just try. And there wasn't this full on thought process, but inherent in trying, you kind of know, like I can try. And at least I tried if I don't make it around or if I need help or whatever, like you're not going to stand there and beat me and be like, no, you need to do like, do you know what I mean? Like this is, I have free will. I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, I was like, I'm going to try. Mm-hmm. And it was cool because I it wasn't a split second thing. I did, you know, think about it at like 2.30. I'm like, okay, like bring the bag. I really think this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So you showed up. And at that point, I was, I I definitely feel like, as you said, like I've arrived. Like that was at. Um, but you texted me. You're like, I'm struggling. Yeah, I was struggling. So at four o'clock, I like I finished that last truck, and I'm like, okay, this is definitely not going to be easy, mm-hmm. but like, great. Like is this that what is you fucking asked for. Yeah, and this was it was the same point like in that marathon when my hips hurt and every step was kind of like shit. Like this is really hard emotionally, mentally, and because yeah. you just want to naturally you like yeah you kind of want to quit. <laughs> There's like a part of you that's like, like I don't want to do this. Yeah, but. And I, and I think that's the part that like to not admit that or not say that like maybe, maybe other people don't have that. I did have that. I've had that in other experiences. Like I want, I don't want to do this, mm-hmm. but you can have that simultaneous to wanting to do it and wanting, like there's this little bit of a, like, I don't want to do this. Like, but you know, something, um, I guess it was in the Bravey book. I've been reading Alexi Papa's book. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about like events, like something like training for something or having this goal and this like litmus test for like, if it's really meant to be, if you're really, if you really are in the right space to do it, if you have this goal. So let's say I had yesterday and a week before, for whatever reason, like I had to cancel it. You can't do it. Mm -hmm. Would I feel a tremendous amount of relief or would I be like really disappointed and be like, no, I need to do this. And I was like, that's really interesting. Cause there's a lot of things I've done in the past that I would have felt the relief like 100%. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about it leading up to this. And I was like, I would be really bummed. I would mm-hmm. be really just, dis- I'd feel like there was this undone thing that I needed to do. Mm-hmm. And so I guess sort of that with the sandbag I didn't want to do it, but I knew if I didn't, there'd be something that was left undone for my own discovery. Mm. So that was like really kind of cool, but I'm not going to lie when I picked that thing up. And so the thing about this park for people that don't know, you can damn near see the whole loop. Yeah. It's awesome. Which is awesome. Period. (laughs) End of statement. (laughs) So when you start, which is awesome when you're almost done and you're like, wow, look at that. I'm looking at a mile and a quarter of just like I did that. When you start and you're like, I have to go all this way. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like it was kind of a really cool metaphor. Like you're not you can't. 
hide it like that. Okay. Like, yep. That's right there. And that's the intent with the practice workout. Mm -hmm. Zoom out. Right. With that. Cause it's like your, every time you picked up that sandbag, mm-hmm. you exerted not maximal, but it prob- felt maximal. Probably <laughs> what I'm saying is it wasn't like, yeah, like gun to your head. You could, you know, mm-hmm. like end right. of the world happening. Like yeah. you would have, whatever you would have went there and you would have had one time, right. like we, but you're not doing that for a mile right? at that weight. But it felt like, if that was a maximal, just below it, maybe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then that effort. Right. That was zoom in. You got to like vo- focus on what you're doing. Like, I got to pick this back up. And then and you then realize, holy wow, shit. it's like yeah. a dumb and dumber when they're driving across the country. He's like, we've only gone like two inches. Um, yeah. So you yeah. see that how, but then you have to come back in. Mm-hmm. And it's that. It was. It was very much in and out. And yeah. Um, and I and I'm glad for that. I mean, all I mean, those just things. getting it out of the parking lot. You asked me like, can you get it out of I the know, parking lot? I'm I know. Like, what? I know. I was like, man, I I'll start at the circle, but I didn't. Um, so anyway, yeah. So that was really like, really and truly not knowing it at the time, but very much knowing it after or during. Like that was the event. Everything. Those ten and- hours leading to that. And then that was it. And and without the 10 hours leading up to it, it wouldn't have been that. It would have been its own thing. Fine. Carry a sandbag for a mile and a quarter. Yeah, check. Um, or ruck and run for 12 hours. Fine. But that sort of like wearing you down. Yeah. Get, being in it for that time. And then like, okay, here we go. Now we're going to begin. Yeah. That was really cool. Um, yeah. That's... Every time I picked it up, what's funny about that is, and this isn't like, hard to imagine so that was like a 70 pound sandbag right what did you say that thing is yeah it's about 80 70 80 pounds um not light did not feel light i wanted to use like the 50 no um but what was that weight it's not heavy it's not so heavy that it would be at that point irresponsible and dangerous but it wasn't conveniently light so I had to really focus but every that's time. That's what the 50 would have been. The 50 right. would have been. Of course. It would have just been like, and same with, we talked about a farmer carry. A farmer carry, you don't have to like dig deep in your soul to pick up those kettlebells. Right. This is like, okay. So um, walking it, it didn't feel great. But when I got walking, it was good. I'm walking, I'm walking, like, you know, even in those first steps, feels good. Okay, like, yeah, there's a struggle point. So the part where I was, like, doing the work mm-hmm. was fine. Yeah. It was when I dropped it yeah. and had that break that it all kind of was like, oh, my God, what right. am I doing? Yeah, that's cool. Um, And it was great. You were there walking with me. You really enhanced the experience and helped guide me. But there was never, I never felt, I think one time towards the end. Yeah. You actually said like, all right, let's go. Let's pick it up. Yeah. And you knew like strategically we were almost there and I needed to just keep moving. But I never felt that pressure of like, you know, I said to you at one point, like there is part of me that's, I mean, I was honest, like, okay, I'm struggling with like, holy shit, I have a lot to go. And there was a little bit of that urgency. And then I was like, what's the fucking urgency? Like we've got plenty of time 
Mm-hmm. Now, it wasn't to say that like I was going to stop and just be ridiculous with how much time I rested. When I felt like I could go again, then I went again. So, and it, was that's a mile, also so, so it was a mile and a quarter. It was a mile. No, it was a mile and a quarter plus. Because from the start of the little trail, that's a mile and a quarter. Plus, we did the stretch to the You're saying, but that's the meadow loop? The, not... The meadow trail? It's not called the meadow trail. It's just the normal flat trail. But you... The inner circle. Yeah, but you didn't go along. We went down the meadow. Oh, oh, the meadow, yeah. Whatever, it doesn't anyway, fucking matter. It's about it a mile about and a quarter. a mile and a quarter. Yeah. Sandbag carry. Yeah. So that's not going to take any... That's not a five and five minute operation right think about how long does it take you to walk a mile mm-hmm. standard military walk rock thing 15 minute mm-hmm. mile is essentially what you're doing and like that's not for the average person that's you're quick you're stepping yeah. it out yeah. right so after 11 hours of yeah that loop was taking me 23 minutes running no, um, well, yeah, running. I, mm, I don't know what my point is. I was moving slowly, running and rocking. Right. Um, so what I'm saying is, so yeah. that that just naturally walking. Let's just say it takes 20 minutes. Yeah. 20 minutes of right. continuous work. Right. Without. So you wait. still have to do that same 20 minutes mm-hmm. worth of work, but doing a over half your body weight. Sandbag carry. Sure. That's not short. Yeah. And that's, you feel, it's like, the, that's why I love this sled too. Like you stop working, it stops moving. Yeah. So there's. And a, that's the similar thing with the sled. Like all those feelings, physically, emotionally, mentally, everything hits you when you stop. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was like, and we talked about it during like, of course, the first few drops there was sort of like associating with failure. But you kept looking. You kept looking to what you where you were going. Oh yeah, for sure. And it was like and and I didn't, you know, like and you And I was you're aware gonna, of that. Yeah, and you're going to have to do that and mm-hmm. and whatever. So how was it when you like how was it when you realized you were going to finish this? Yeah, I mean, from the outset, I did have, you know, there's not like a lot of clear thoughts, I guess, like, but there were feelings and thoughts of like, like having pride for choosing it, Mm -hmm. regardless of what, how far I got. Mm -hmm. Like, I still chose to step into this. Yeah. And I had that pride, like, I'm doing this. Like, there were moments where I was like, holy fuck, I'm doing this. Like, are you insane? Like, what's wrong with you? But I'm doing this. Got some funny looks. Yeah, and I didn't even, the people around, it was sort of just like, I don't know if I, like, I didn't have enough energy to give a shit about what they thought about yeah. us. Yeah. Um, yeah, other than like, yep, doing something hard here, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, so, as we went, you definitely encouraged the feeling pride um, and owning that pride every time I dropped the bag. Um and I definitely think there was a moment where I realized, like, okay, like, there's no minimum walk. There, there's no minimum mm-hmm. work. Like, just keep, just, all you have to do is choose every time to pick up the bag and work. Yeah. And to have, like, pride. But when I when I got close enough, 
mean, I knew I was going to finish it once I, I it wasn't like my back was hurting and I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. Like mm-hmm. it was like, okay, I know I'm capable of this. But when you get to a point where you sort of like see that like the finish is, you know, it's there. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously it felt good. It felt, I did get like some, have some emotions and stuff come up like pretty close to the end. But I think that was also a f- function of just like all, like there is an emotional response to, to our point about physical movement. Mm-hmm. There was very much like whether it was what I was thinking about, but also the fatigue, the metaphor for me for like having to drop it. You know, we talked about this in our thing with Tim about like holding on and letting go. And at some point you, you, you're going to have to drop it and what that meant for me and some of the stuff I'm dealing with personally. And, um, but I also felt physically like I had nothing when you are fatigued, the emotions, you can't hold that stuff back. Yeah, it's, like, it's 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 expensive to do yeah. that. So it's just like I just let it go, and um, yeah. When I finished, you know, you were obviously there, and Sarah Jane and Solis showed up, and that also, like, I saw, and it was it was cool. It was in a good way. Like Sarah Jane was there, and I didn't feel like I needed to be any different in that moment. Like she's a client. I mean, she's a friend, mm-hmm. but I didn't feel like I needed to. It was encouraging, and I felt energized by it but it wasn't because i had to show her that i was fill in the blank so but is that at the end of your event Mm -hmm. kate was there and that was really where there was like you were vulnerable you were Mm -hmm. exposed you were like the the mask was off yeah The, the defenses were broken at that point which is the value of frankly, which is the value of endurance and, and long distance stuff and right. why between the ears trends towards if we're going to do an event, it's going to be long enough that you're going to have, you, like you can't hold your breath. Right. And yeah, I got we have all the time in the world. So then obviously, so Lisa and Jane were there to finish. And at the end you were like, this is me. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's nothing. But in the beginning, the, the anxiety the, you know, kind of what's going to happen. Do you feel that there's this, do you feel that there's this, I'm going to have to perform or I'm going to have to be someone maybe I don't want to be, or I'm not comfortable, comfortable being. You mean at the beginning of the event? Yeah. No. And that's what I feel like was different about this event. Mm -hmm. I really didn't feel that at all. I don't know that I felt that I felt it less than like, CrossFit events with the half Ironman. But this one, I really, the only anxiety I had leading up to this was like a, some weird nightmares the night before, which is sort of like normal. Like your brain is thinking about. Or your nightmares. It was weird. I was like in Sweden running in the dark. I got on a pre-core at one point and realized Bill's going to kill me. This doesn't count towards <laughs> running. It's not running. I'm on a pre-core. <laughs> there was a Stairmaster. This lady wouldn't let me use the treadmill. Like stupid stuff, you know. Um, so when I woke up, I'm like, man, I kind of feel like I did the event already, <laughs> you know. But just have that sandwich and go back to bed. Yeah. But um, okay. yeah, I like this was the first time I felt excited for an event, like nice. like just mostly excitement, not the dread. 
Like I've legitimately felt dread in every other event. Yeah. Like, sure, there's excitement, but it was more in the form of anxiety. This was like excitement to like, what's going to happen? I don't curiosity. know. Curiosity. Yeah. You went in with yeah. curiosity, intent. Yeah. Agency. Yeah. Ownership. Except, you know, the process of acceptance. Yeah. Was this I, the hardest thing you've ever done? I think I would. I mean, it's hard, you know. Well, I think when you, if you were to like have a bar graph for like mental, physical, emotional, if you were like to measure that across all things, I think I would say yes. Like there's probably other events I've done like, like that CrossFit regionals physically. It was like maybe harder. Like I was putting myself through just more pain. I don't know. Um, but like across all those things, I think maybe it was, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I felt like it in that carry. Like I definitely was like, that's the hardest thing I've done. Probably more so mentally. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that run in the half Ironman was really overwhelming mentally, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. It was the hardest thing. The sandbag was like physically hard. My body was broken. You were destroyed mentally. Afterwards. Yeah. And it was weird because it was my legs, my hips for sure, but also my traps from rucking. Oh, yeah. And then when you squeeze that thing, yeah, you have to squeeze it to save your body. You know, so it was kind of, um, and I was pretty banged up last night. Yes. Yeah. Understatement. Yeah. So I finished, it was five. So we started at 5.53 and when I finished the sandbag, it was like 5.14. Yeah. Which I know it's a silly thing, but I'm like, I'm going to go to 553. Like I said, 12 hours and be silly to, and I could have, and I'm like, I need a recovery lap anyway. Yeah. Yeah. The intent was movement. Yeah. So we moved, we walked together and, and that was, I was struggling to walk. Yeah. That was not really a walk. It was more like a hobble. It was a hobble. Hobble, shuffle. But I think it probably actually maybe was better than getting in the car right after the carry. Yeah, I think so. I drove home. Which I, okay, I said. But I mean, really, a two, a four-mile drive home wasn't what put me over the edge. I never know. Um, but I definitely struggled a bit. I, I did better than the past with my fueling. But I did not do a great job. Didn't drink all my water and my electrolytes. So. Remember, you want to come over to my side? You know, we're not eating sandwiches and sage, butter, apple. But I've been, I've had the experience of eating too much sugar because I don't eat, in all seriousness, like, I didn't train, so we can talk about that, but like, I also wasn't training a fueling plan. And I, and I've done a bad job with that in the past. And people who really do a great job, and we talked to Toby, like, he has like a dashboard in his mind of all these things. And I'm like, I got one dial, (laughs) you know, it's just like, you don't know what you're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. So I did I didn't even complete my water plan. Like I didn't have a plan, as we said, but the the only plan I had was drink all this water, which probably wasn't a ton. And I didn't even drink all the water. So it's like, okay, that was a failure point. I probably didn't have enough sugar. The good news was it wasn't super warm. So that helped me. But I think last night so I started shaking. Yes. Tremors. Tremors. And like my teeth were chattering. Shakes. My whole body was shaking. 
so that didn't seem normal. Um, I did make us a pizza, which I'm going to say this on the podcast. Finish, finish my event, barely standing, make us a pizza that I wanted. And I was not looking for like, I was like, what could I eat right now? This pizza. And I like pizza with like sauteed mushrooms and onions. I sauteed them up and we're literally eating the pizza. And you tell me you should have bought pizza from Lenny's. And I was like, if I had more energy, I would be like so pissed. But I just said to you, like, why would you say that? So anyway, you retracted. You you did um, say, like, I'm an idiot. You didn't say that, but you said it. Like, yeah, I'm fucking stupid. I should not have said that. Right. Thank you, Kay, for making this pizza. And I'm glad you're enjoying this. And you should enjoy it. You really like to paint me. Oh, I think it goes both ways. So anyway, I ate the pizza. I definitely felt better after the pizza. But, um, and you forced me to drink. I was a good, I did do what you told me. I was a good soldier. I drank my water with salt. I drank some sugar, um, slept a long time, and I definitely felt good. So today I feel much better. Um, but man, yeah, like there's a whole other... The physical piece, so when you look at people who do ultras or like even the four by four by 48, like like in my mind, even listening to Toby, it's like, well, I could do four miles mm-hmm. every four hours for 40 hours. Okay. But like there's a physical toll that you have no, doesn't matter that mentally you could endure it or maybe sustain it, but there's a very real physical thing that. What do you mean? I just mean like. It's easy to say, oh, I could do that. When you're your best. Yeah, or like, oh, like it doesn't sound that hard. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like, but it's the volume and the accumulation and the time. Like, just even if I were to walk for 12 hours, mm-hmm. my feet would probably be sore. And there's that piece that you don't account for. Or, you know, my most training was two weeks ago. I did two full laps of everything. So whatever. It took me three hours and 45 minutes. It was a way faster pace. Um, and I felt beat up after that. Not to this degree, of course, but I could not have known what this would feel like. And that was part of it. Yeah. My point just being like, I think some of these things, um, it's not just about the physical of course. Okay, so do you but, want to get into that or? Yeah, I mean, I think that's what we've been saying. I just, man, like in my own head, I would think like, like you just don't realize the physical implications of these like longer things. Mm-hmm. That it doesn't have to be the world's hardest thing. You don't have to be carrying 50 pounds on your back to have a physical impact because of the length, the duration, the volume. Right. I think that's the part that is most interesting to me is, and I, and, and I experienced this and I, and I think I put a post up about it recently about like this trap of epicness or, or something yeah. where it's like, and you had, you had texted me yesterday during yeah, the day and I you're like, that. you know, what this the f- isn't epic. This enough. isn't epic enough. And it's mm-hmm. like, and 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 to be honest with you, I think it's an escape mechanism. Mm-hmm. I think it's a I think it's an avoidance tactic 
to say this isn't grand, this isn't epic, this isn't some. Well, know, and for who? For other people to see it and think that? I mean, really, that is part of it. Yeah, sure, but yeah, perhaps, but it, like, but your own internal monitoring system and mm-hmm. comparison and value judgment, like all of that stuff. Yeah. You know, is it's so doing and and when we when when people when people want to do ambitious things, I think very rarely, of course there's there's exceptions and there's limits to this, but very rarely is it a function of look, it's just impossible or no longer possible to do. Mm-hmm. The point of failure is usually the lack of consistency in doing the necessary things that contribute to being able to do ambitious pursuits. Right. So it's a question of consistency and, and yeah, sure. Conviction, but continually doing whatever right, right. without knowing, like if I do this one thing 45 times, it's going to lead to mm-hmm. boom on the 46. Like it doesn't, it's not that right. that's that projection that sort of, you still have to be in the unknown. Yeah. You have to step into the unknown. You have to be present in the unknown. But they all have to sort of be online. It can't just be conviction with no consistency. It can't be, you well, know what I mean? Like, well, right. And so when you look yeah. at like, okay, you want to do something ambitious, how can you break it down? Or does it even need to be broken down mm-hmm. to the elemental level? And doing that consistently. Right. And doing that consistently is going... Sure, there's that whole, you got to sometimes learn how to do it when you don't want to do it. You need to do it in the presence of inconvenience, in the presence of discomfort. Yeah, 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 of course. But I wholeheartedly believe, and this is what people who are in between their fitness are experiencing with their own physical fitness. It's like, fucking own what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. your agency to choose among choices to invest in yourself is honoring life is maximizing life it's the intent it's why do you want to do this 12-hour event right it's not about the goddamn miles right who gives a shit about the miles it's yeah. it, it, it it's right i want to be able to put myself in a position to trust that i'm going to that i'm going to do what i want to do which is going to help me and life or you know and and each person has their own thing yeah but anyway with the consistency part when we stop being consistent with the things that make us well and the things that that fill us with with energy with health with wellness with joy with you know connection with whatever it might be that's it's it's a hard stop yeah and, that, and then the training for me, which I know we got into a discussion a few weeks ago about this with like training. Discussion is a polite word. You were not happy with my thoughts. Cannibal. Okay. Well, mean, but we ended, I think we did a good job of bringing it back to a discussion. And this is how I feel and meant and trying to navigate like what we were trying to say. Yeah. Understood training. When you talk about training. I think you would agree there's a spectrum on which like it's not an absolute. It's not a one or a zero. There's sure. different degrees of training. Now, the question was, did I train for this event or was I just getting exposure? So exposure being on the very end. The beginning. Of, the, the beginning of the spectrum of training. Yeah. And so, yes, I would agree that I was probably in the exposure. My point was it wasn't 
completely you useless. Weren't... It wasn't like, no. well, there, you might as well have not done anything. So for me, yes, it was exposure. Now, that was a little bit of a tough thing because I had said I didn't want training to be then like the primary driver of my entire life. Which is then, and again, and I get that and mm-hmm. I understand that. Yes, we don't need to relive that discussion. But just on that well, note. I'm not reliving that discussion. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that's the difference. I'm sorry. Right. That's the difference between athletes right. with a capital yes. A and, and the people sacrifice, who, the like, yeah, like, hey, if you're training, that is that is your one, that is your priority. That's your priority. If you're an Olympic athlete, training is your life. Yeah. Yeah. And so I would never say that's what, so, so I was at the beginning of that spectrum. I think what's cool about what you're saying and the consistency, if I didn't have this event, I probably wouldn't have done a weekly rock, mm-hmm. you know, like, and that was really good for me. It really wasn't, I don't know that it, it gave me a little bit of exposure. It was definitely helpful in not just because the first couple of times I did it, I was sore for like, from an hour long rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So walking with some wait a minute, I got kind of, a, you know, that was good. But really for me in that process or the point of the process leading up to, we won't call it training, was that like, I do enjoy that. It did give me a, a little bit of a nudge to be like, part of this process is to do a weekly rock and you always enjoy it. Yeah. And it's good for you. Yeah. And so that was another valuable thing that like, had I not had this, you know, it would be a lot easier to be like, well, well, then you would, then, then that's where when, when you want to do things and then you slide sort of into that, allowing the convenience of the situation to determine the action. Right. And again, it's not that you're a shit bag. It's that you're a human being. And sometimes, yeah, like everybody does that, but your ability to sort of, you know, your ability to sort of say like, okay, this is the, this is the point that I've arrived at that I want to see. Cause it's a, it's just like you're sitting on the couch, you know, maybe last week or two weeks ago hearing Toby's thing. It's like, Oh, four miles every four hours for, right. I can fucking do that. And yeah. It's like, maybe likely. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. if your family was at risk, like, yeah, I'm sure you could. Um, but when you're in a place of not active, mm-hmm. yeah, you can do all of that. But the same thing is 10 hours in after you've traveled 30 miles and then yeah. it's like, I can't do that. And so that projection of it, it, it is very much like it's both projection. I can do that. <laughs> not maybe to the biggest thing, but like there's that projection based off of the current state mm-hmm. and in doing so, if you're in the present state right now, like what's my what's my physical state right now? I'm not challenged at all. I'm passive. I'm listening to something, mm-hmm. but you have this emotional response to something, right. and I then you that. envision yourself doing it. Mm-hmm. But you envision yourself doing it from your present right. state, which is the best case scenario. Which is best case scenario. Yeah. That's what I was kind of saying. Like anybody can do that, right? And that works. That's always working. Mm-hmm. So then when you're in your worst case scenario, when you're in the shit, you're 
you're projecting, projecting that. and creating this image based off of where you're right. at right now. And yeah. it's like, well, what do you do with that? Well, you practice being, you, you have these involved experiences mm-hmm. that allow you to observe your thoughts, feelings, emotions, and actions, how those influence right. you. You have to practice that. And, and you, and you pay attention yeah. and that's how then you learn. And that's how then you say, yeah. huh, right. So I do know that when I'm cold, wet, tired, hungry, when the sun is shining and there's people around, you know, and this doesn't apply just to movement and fitness, you know, but for example, so, you know, two years without drinking of what I hope to be a lifetime of Mm -hmm. not drinking alcohol anymore. Being present, being aware of the thoughts, feelings, emotions, the environment in which we're in Mm -hmm. mountains, good weather, good people, those are all really influential conditions for me to want to say, ah, you know what, maybe I'll have a beer, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and thankfully for me, like I've had enough experience of some other things that, you know, it's like, okay, but just, just knowing, just being present, being like, hey, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Having the opportunity to observe that. And that's where I think what we do, that's that connector too, is like between there's fitness. It's not that it's, people are coming in and always having this crazy experience. Like, but we are inviting people to like be aware of that experience. And so I've trained that it's not a foreign thing for me to have that moment of like, whatever I'm feeling like, okay, what is that about? Where's that coming from? Like I'm used to that. I've trained that muscle. Whereas if you haven't, that could really pull you out of it and, and have you quit or have you, get super down like you have to and to your point yeah that's that's not just in fitness that's that's life but that's where the failure point for a lot of people is they can't it's a it's a reaction to that feeling right away like i don't like push it away so that and there's a whole thing with like urge and impulse control Mm -hmm. and maybe this will be for another one yeah because we're but well yeah but i mean we you debriefed the whole, yeah. you know, I mean, people it was 12 hour event. Um, um, I, I did want to say something about the Toby, when you alluded to Toby's podcast and the process and something that I think resonated for both of us was his point about having these climbs on the calendar that helped him like organize his life in yeah. this way. Yeah. And so powerful. And that is like, you know, for a lot of people, they're not going to climb a mountain like Toby. But that doesn't mean you're like, well, I'm never going to do that. So like this, it's like, and for me, this was leading up to it. Like those walks, those rocks, those like, like I did have to peel myself off the couch a couple of times and be like, okay, like I'm doing this. It, it helped me to create some left and rights with like the, the things that are good for me. And like, but that's, I think, so, that's why I think this is so cool. And that's why I, you know, when you started talking about it, I was like, you know, hopefully supportive of it because you don't have to climb. You don't, Toby's event is Toby's event. Mm-hmm. Tim's event is Tim's. You know, everybody has their own thing. Right. And your path, your journey, your life, like if people are listening to this, make it yours. Right. And that's what we say all the time. Make it yours. 
and you owe yourself and everybody else to have your life be yours. Mm-hmm. Not a photocopy, even if it's a really fucking good photocopy right. of somebody else's. So I think I've told this before, but I was listening to, uh, I, I, when I, I, I spoke at this, this event, um, actually a couple months before the do, which was a nice, we'll say practice run mm-hmm. for how not to, and I'm saying this feeling like a little bit of a hypocrite, like talk about the mask. And yeah, like, you had a you mask. Know, I, I had you a, mask, a mask, and, mask and just whatever. It was it's fine. fine. It was a learning experience. The point is the person, there was this Nepalese female who led an all female Everest right. climbing expedition yeah. thing. And I'm sure if you're in the climbing mountaineering community, you know this quote. But she's like, you know, so they're climbing Everest. Mm-hmm. And along that climb, there's obviously various peaks right. and whatnot. Various mountain, there's sub-mountains within mm-hmm. this mountain thing of Everest. And she's like, you know, the the highest peak is the one right in front of you. Mm-hmm. And because she was, she was talking about this point on the ascent up where there's a peak in front of you that's not Everest, mm-hmm. but you can't see Everest behind it. Mm-hmm. And so... So people think... Yeah, so... Well, well, right, but she's just like, you know, we're going to Everest, which is the highest peak. But right now, the peak in front of us, that's the highest one. Right. And and I was like, man, that was... That's awesome. I love that because, yeah, it is about you know coming into the present, mm-hmm. doing what you have to do now, that one step, the sandbag. You had a mile and a quarter... To carry that fucking sandbag. And after your first, after your first, what is that? That's 2,000 meters. Mm-hmm. You weren't doing 100 meter carries. Maybe right. you were. Maybe it was about I 100. I don't it know. Was it was probably, probably 75, whatever. But this doesn't matter. The, the fact of the matter is, is it's that immediacy of your right. action that that's what matters. And that is the, 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 the cumulative result of those one steps yeah. of those, you know, short-term things of those, whatever's. And so people that want to do something that they want to challenge themselves, that they want to learn about themselves, you know, that they want to maybe have it fit within their life as well. I think you owe it to yourself to give yourself that opportunity to give yourself that experience and to have it be like yours. Mm-hmm. Because me, like what my event is going to be and what your event was and what you know Toby's is and what other people's are doing, different. Yeah. You know, and I think that yeah. that's... And, and also not pinning yourself on, pinning someone else's event onto you. Like come up with, you know... Well, go through the process right. of doing that. And that's why I wanted to ask you and hear about because if it's like, yeah, hey, I want to do this. I want to challenge myself, but I'm, un- un- I'm unwilling to sacrifice 10 hours a week mm-hmm. with family. Right. Like, is that important to you? Right. If yes, then, then fucking say it like you mean it. Right. And, and, and honor that. Right. And not making it about a comparison or other people or whatever it is, but yeah, making those right. and it's like constraints the, for yourself. And, and, and find the meaning. Yeah. Find the meaning of what it is for you. And having that then be the thing mm-hmm. of, you know, coming back to it yeah. and, and, and kind of keeping you. Yeah. 
keeping you on the path. So cool. So that's that. So I'm going to do an event. Good. It's going to be 13 hours. <laughs> well, we'll be here to podcast about it after. So no. today we're going to walk the dogs. Yeah. Not with the pack and not with the sandbag. Just one last thing on that. I've been by your side watching you, obviously from January. So it's been, you know, three months or whatever. And, you know, no stranger to doing some 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 hard stuff. And I have to remind my I say all of that, but I have to check myself and remind myself that like my I am in a hard event right now with school, mm-hmm. with yeah. an internship, yeah. with small business, then trying to be apparently a terrible husband from eating pizzas. But you know what I mean? And so these things we go through seasons where they take on different forms. Mm-hmm. And just having that awareness and trying to have that curiosity of like this whole thing of like, what's hard. Yeah. You know, and, and, and because for you, what's funny about that is for you to do yesterday's event. And this is where it's like, find your own thing because really that wouldn't have been hard for you. Like objectively, do you know what I mean? Like, sure. You could have dialed things up to make it more hard, but you've done that. You've been in that you're familiar with that. Like, I don't think that that would have been, it would have been maybe hard. I don't know that the impact would have been there. What's hard for you right now, your life is like that sandbag carry yeah, and feeling like you're starting over all the time. Fuck. I thought I like had this figured out my schedule, my, this, my energy, my every day. It's like, okay, man, pick this fucking sandbag up. again. Yeah, exactly. And that's like, but if that's to your point about like, it's not just in the gym or physical stuff. No, you have trained for that. So reminding yourself that that's really the like allowing yourself to be in, in that event and learn from it. Not just saying, well, it's only 16 months. Let's hold our breath. Cause well, then what, yeah, sure. You got the degree, you got whatever we got through it. But just like every time I dropped that bag, we had a chat. It was like, okay, what can I learn in this next hundred meters? Framing your experience right now like that, I think is so much more valuable and helpful than just like, let me get back to the car with this bag. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the, I think that's the, that, that, that's, that's exactly it. Doing hard things to say you did them and not having anything deeper. Yeah. Or only having it be one thing, like one expression. Right. And one modality. And for many, it is the gym, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think that's where when we want to do hard things, start with being honest with yourself. Yeah. With with how you're living. And not in a judgmental way, but just like be honest. Yeah. Whatever. Be honest with that, with what you got going on. Yep. You know, and I think that's the thing now, especially like with wherever people are at and it's been a year and over and all of this stuff. Like, what do you got? Approach it like like disarm like, disarm yourself. And just approach it from that curiosity and that awareness of, like, what do we got mm-hmm. going on? Yeah, the and gym not, is and such not to an easy... drag this out more into a whole other thing, but it, I just keep coming back to when we were sitting on the same couch at the beginning of the pandemic, and it was an invitation to, like, this is going to be hard. This is, 
this, this last year has been in many ways for people like in a, that kind of event, but we overlook that stuff. Like it's easy to overlook, like how am I being every day? What, how is this impacting me? What, what's hard about this? I'm just going to go run some hard thing or push a sled. It's like, well, that's not the hard part, you know? So encouraging people to yeah, look at life. Yeah. All right then. On that we'll note. see you next week. <laughs>